One of the most obvious ways to see our monumental snow totals is by heading into the Wasatch Mountains to some of our ski resorts. Now the world's aware, Utah's got a big snowpack. <laughs> Kirk Nichols has been teaching in outdoor recreation for 48 years. For decades, he's been leading students into the outdoors and teaching them skills like backpacking, kayaking, and backcountry skiing. And for him, this winter is stacked up against the deepest snow he's ever seen. Big Cottonwood in the 80s was regularly closed. And since then, it would, it's only rarely closed until this year. And now it feels like we're back to, to that deep snow of the 80s. All this snow is great for skiers, even if the roads up the canyons do close sometimes. But snow also comes with safety concerns, and not just for winter recreation. We have had an unusual set of storms in that they have been tracking farther south than most years. And the very southern part of Utah has had more snow than it normally gets. And we don't usually have flash flood deaths in April and March, and we have been this year. Utah's backcountry skiers are also having a dangerous season, with three avalanche deaths so far this year. No deaths were reported in 2022, but Nichols said it could be worse, and one Utah organization is helping keep skiers safe. We have had a few more deaths this year than the last few, but the, the, yeah, the avalanche deaths are only up a little bit, and I think a lot of it is to do with the Utah Avalanche Forecast Center. People are listening. Yeah, skiers are knowing snowmobilers, snowshoers, are listening. So I think overall the whole awareness has gone way up. The Utah Avalanche Center provides avalanche forecasts and safety information to people who want to go have fun in the mountains. They also keep track of avalanches around the state. They've reported a staggering 880 avalanches so far this year, January 1st to April 21st. The same time frame last year, they reported 331. All that snow we get in the mountains has to get down to the valleys eventually, and that too can cause problems for residents. I think the concern, given how deep the snowpack is, um, is that we're going to have this sort of rapid warming in spring, and, and that may lead to flooding. I'm concerned about it, but the last time that I'm aware of that we had really pronounced spring flooding was back in the El Nino year of 82-83. And I know there was some substantial flooding then. There may be considerably more widespread flood risks in this area than people currently acknowledge. Current knowledge of flood risks probably inac highly inaccurately reflects actual risks on the ground. And so, and in order for anything to be done, that needs to change. Something that's important to remember is that climate change plays into our winter weather as well. And a lot of people don't think about winter events in the context of climate change, but there's definitely research that suggests that like, even as winters may become generally warmer here and maybe even drier here, that these types of events or even these types of years may actually become more frequent in some ways, so the extremes may actually still become more pronounced in terms of winter events. If that's the case, and we get more extreme winters like this last one, there's more good skiing and more safety issues to come. But for fixing our state's drought problems, more snow is always good news. 
Michael Sanchez said the Division of Water Resources is finally able to catch their breath after years of drought. He's the public information officer for the Utah Division of Water Resources. So our mission is to plan, conserve, develop, and protect the water resources of Utah. Most of the snow we've gotten this winter is still up in the mountains, but some has melted already. And that extra water has already worked wonders for our water supply. Just one year ago, we were in 43% of the state was in extreme drought, and that's zero now. Since November, the, the Great Salt Lake has actually gone up around three and a half feet already, and we haven't even really hit spring runoff. And what we're expecting to happen now is it going up around two to four feet more. After two full years of historic lows, this is just giving us a breath of fresh air. Even though our water supply is looking good for the first time in a while, Utahns should still do their best to conserve water this year. During wet years are the best time to save water for those dry years. Because if we're not using as much water that will be pulled down from reservoirs, then that water can stay in there for when eventual, eventually we'll have a dry year, because that's it's gonna happen. Utahns should still be doing their best to save water, but this winter is certainly giving our state a breath of fresh air. This is a big year for us. It, it lets us catch our breath and keep working on the, the important things because, like, like I said before, we're, we're going to have a dry year again. It's, it's going to happen. So we just need to actively plan for when that happens and celebrate the good years. I'm Jacob Freeman, reporting.